Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you ask the vast majority of gamers what the most important aspect of any video game is, they'll most likely tell you that it's the, well, gameplay, of course. Yet, sometimes the gameplay itself ends up being the worst part of the whole package, and the storytelling, characters, world-building, and general aesthetics are so damn fantastic that it's still a thoroughly entertaining experience regardless. Now, this isn't to say that every game on this list has bad gameplay. I'm definitely, definitely not saying that. It's just that in these cases, the gameplay is the least appealing part of the whole package. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com and these are 10 awesome video games where the gameplay is the worst part. Number 10, Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Ever since its inception, the Uncharted franchise has basically prided itself on being a spiritual adaptation of the Indiana Jones movies. Defined by its charming cast of characters, namely a roguish Nathan Drake, globe-trotting, seat-of-the-pants plotting, and gloriously over-the-top action. And as entertaining a combination as this all adds up to, the moment-to-moment gameplay is by far the worst part of the package. This is no truer than in the first game, where the brilliant characters and loopy plot give way to tedious, overdone shootouts, and yes, those horrendous jet ski sequences. The balance is a little bit more there in future games, especially in the fourth, but more often than not, it's the world and the spectacle that's the real showstopper, while the gameplay is still pretty good. Even with a remaster, though, the first effort feels like a chore to play today. Number 9. Mafia Definitive Edition Mafia Definitive Edition is one of the best remakes you can get your hands on. The original title's tale of mob life was a trailblazer at the time, but was somewhat suffocated under its own ambition with the technology of the time not quite keeping pace with its aesthetic inspirations. The remake, though, with its ground-up recreations, tweaked script, and stunning central performances, finally lives up to that decades-old promise. It's nothing new when it comes to mob fiction, but it's a great dive into that world, while the period-authentic flourishes make for an intoxicated world to lose yourself in. Sadly, though, these shootouts never rise above being serviceable. To an extent, this is to be expected of a remake of such an older game, but it's still noticeable and the only thing that dates an otherwise pristine package. Number 8. A Plague Tale Innocence a Plague Tale Innocence was a surprise hit when it was first released back in 2019. A gorgeously straightforward action-adventure game set in 14th century France and centered around two children attempting to outrun both French Inquisition soldiers and swarms upon swarms of rats. In terms of atmosphere, tone, and emotion, A Plague Tale is one of the most distinctive and unforgettable gaming experiences of the last few years. Enough that expectations are enormously high for the upcoming sequel, A Plague Tale Requiem. This isn't to forget, however, that basically every 
every aspect of the gameplay pales in comparison to its narrative and aesthetic elements. The heavy focus on extremely basic, stealth-centric mechanics ensures the general gameplay loop is thoroughly uninspired, even dull, relying on the more simplistic stealth tropes that we've suffered through countless times over the years. The setting is so beautiful, characters so wonderfully wrought, and rap technology so grossly sublime that leaning on such formulaic, charmless gameplay is a real shame, though somewhat understandable given that Sobo is an up-and-coming studio rather than a flush AAA outfit with the resources of, say, Naughty Dog or Rockstar. Speaking of, number 7, L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir is undeniably one of the most ambitious video games of the last decade or so, albeit one that doesn't quite stick the landing where its gameplay is concerned. As a hard-boiled neo-noir story, Team Bondi's epic, sprawling action thriller is riveting from first minute to last, situating a sharply drawn complex cast of characters within a thickly atmospheric Los Angeles. Period detail has almost never been done this well in video games. The architecture, costume design, vehicles and music all feel thoroughly of their time, adding up to one of the most richly convincing game worlds you will ever, ever play. It is a shame then that the base gameplay itself just doesn't feel much good at all. Exploring crime scenes is fun if clunky and the same can be said for the interrogations, but the shooting and car chases don't feel fun whatsoever. Thankfully, there isn't too much of a focus on these, but they still feel forced in nonetheless, especially if you venture off on the beaten path for Rockstar side missions. Number 6. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice the case of Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice is pretty similar to A Plague Tale Innocence. It's also a low-budget title that became a surprise success, more off the back of its incredible atmosphere and narrative than its by-the-numbers gameplay. Specifically, Hellblade has everything a game needs to succeed, a jaw-dropping art style, an interesting story, and an awesome title character. But the three main pillars of gameplay, those being stealth puzzles and combat, all feel like perfunctory afterthoughts here, as though developer Ninja Theory didn't really want to include them at all. In addition to offering a little sense of challenge, these aspects are presented with no variation on the norm. The best you can say about the combat is that it's surprisingly enjoyable for a lower budget game, but it's not worth picking up for alone. If fair effort is made to make the overall package look more sophisticated, veiling the simple gameplay beneath those incredible visuals, which is an illusion that sustains well enough thanks to the game's relatively short playtime. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number five, Shenmue. Perhaps no video game series in history has more successfully traded on the strength of its charm than Shenmue. The original open-world adventure game was an almost unfathomably ambitious title for 1999, and while not much of a commercial success, won itself a swell of committed fans who loved the vibrant character of its world, its mysterious story, and its idiosyncratic tone. But it's tough to deny that, even over 20 years ago, Shenmue's gameplay was pretty rough. From the clunky controls to the awkward camera and tireless commitment to dull realism, Shenmue matched its gorgeous world and sheer array of things to do with maddeningly boring, time-consuming nonsense. Add to this the fact that combat isn't frequent and the QTE sequences are aggravatingly unforgiving, and Shenmue is clearly a game overwhelmingly elevated by basically everything outside of its minute-to-minute -minute gameplay. And yet, Sega effectively doubled down on this for both sequels, and most amusingly, the near 20 years later Shenmue 3. Some people love it, and to be fair, I love it for them, but good lord does it give me an existential crisis. Number 4, The Last Guardian. Fans had spent years and years and years awaiting for the release of Team Ico's spiritual follow-up to Shadow of the Colossus, and in 2016, The Last Guardian finally hit stores. The end result was largely accepted to be a for-the-fans outing, delivering the same overwhelming sense of atmosphere as its predecessor, if also struggling with gameplay that left players hugely divided. See, The Last Guardian's core loop required players who control a young boy to interact with and instruct a fantastical winged creature known as Trico, each employing the others help to traverse this mysterious land. 
And despite its peerless aesthetics, The Last Guardian stumbles where Trico's AI is concerned, as convincing the creature to do basically anything is awkward and frustratingly unresponsive. Though some have defended this as an intentional flourish to reflect the uneasy growing relationship between the boy and Trico, it can make even simple maneuvering and puzzle solving a major pain in the ass. As successful as the game is at building a wordless bond between boy and creature, the gameplay tries its damnness to undo that by driving players to rage at Trico for not doing what they ask. And so it's a game liable to leave you tearing your hair out in frustration while also being profoundly moved by its subtle environmentally driven storytelling. Number 3, The Witcher 3 A Wild Hunt. Now, before I start, The Witcher 3 is unquestionably one of the most beloved action RPGs of all time, and a generally phenomenal achievement from CD Projekt Red. The sheer breadth and depth of the game world, the story and lore, characters and aesthetic elements are all absolutely masterful, but they're powered forward by gameplay that just can't begin to measure up. When both walking and riding, The Witcher 3 simply doesn't feel good, especially on console, which in a game that can easily devour 100 plus hours of your life is a real problem. But far more disappointing is the combat, which only makes use of its wider suite of abilities on harder difficulties. Beyond this, the UI is a bit of a slog to work with, and ever since launch, players have reported countless bugs which, at their worst, can actually prevent further progress. It's not terrible, obviously The Witcher 3 is one of the best games of all time, and in set moments the gameplay can actually be quite amazing, but it just doesn't make the game the winner that it is. Number 2, Yakuza. The Yakuza franchise has enjoyed a major uptick in popularity since the release of Yakuza 0 a few years ago, though this has been more thanks to the outlandish storytelling, larger-than-life characters, and ridiculous side content than the unremarkable core gameplay. Prior to the recently released Yakuza 7 Like a Dragon, which shifted the series to a turn-based RPG format, the franchise was defined by its blunt beat-em-up gameplay. Though many of the games in the series allowed players to select different fighting styles and then level up their various abilities, it was still possible to more or less button match your way through most encounters, especially if you had a massive supply of health and stamina items on your person. Generally speaking, the combat just doesn't feel very intuitive, especially in the earlier games, and especially during boss battles, where you're often just trying to steamroll your way through their many, many health bars by any means necessary. It's particularly frustrating when you have to fend off enemies with ranged weapons, and such the combat pales massively in comparison to the story, characters, and overall vibrancy of the world that it's situated within. Like a Dragon did wonders for the series with its inspired RPG shift, which is more apparent when you go back to play the earlier games in the series. Number 1. Grim Fandango Grim Fandango is basically Tim Schafer's magnum opus, an endlessly witty dark comedy set within a superbly realised, totally unique gaming world, albeit one which requires players to suffer through its insanely aggravating gameplay. Though the 2015 remaster mercifully fixed the original release's horrendous tank controls, the infamously frustrating puzzles were left entirely intact. Even for the standards of decades-old adventure games, Grim Fandango's puzzle design is obtuse as hell, and so all but the most patient of players today will likely end up hitting YouTube for solutions in many of the cases. Ultimately, the puzzle solutions are often more maddening than satisfying, because they're so aggressively concealed from the player. Add to this the sheer busy work that is moving around the game world, and Grim Fandango is a game whose narrative and aesthetic accomplishments are undermined by its willful wading through treacle gameplay. As much as the remaster thankfully didn't change a scrap of the story, it absolutely could have done more to cut down on the time-wasting and general irritation factor. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.